so what's good? Welcome back. It's the Vibe Check, episode three. You know who it is. I stay jamming. We got Tev. We got Jess. We got EJ. Uh, actually, before we even get into it for real, let's uh everybody give a a shout out to Tev Junior. Happy birthday! Oh yeah, happy birthday! Hey, happy, happy birthday, birthday to that little badass boy. <laughs> what is he? One, right? Yeah, here you go. Yeah, what y'all get into today? Man, nine. Shit, we were still working and shit. So we just gotta do stuff on the weekend. He's one. Why yeah. He don't even know it's his birthday today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's chilling. He's like, it's another day. Yeah, he actually's about to come up here now. Don't you, <laughs> don't you do it. So like Tev was getting into though, R and B Monday. EJ, EJ, EJ came out and said this was the best week for music. Hands down. Hands down. So a big a big topic of conversation this week also on top of that was is R and B dead though. So with with the tank album, not bad. The tank and the tink album. Are you are you how do you feel about that statement? Let's just say tink for now. Let's just say Tink. tink. Yeah. Oh shit. Hold on. Yeah. Okay, Tink. Let's keep Tank out the situation. All right. So let's talk about the Tink album first then. So every did anybody else peep the Tink album? I peeped. What did you think? You said what, Tev? You didn't <laughs> peep. Okay. You said nothing. He ain't got no no words for Tink. I was stuck on Larry Jim's album when King Alive. Oh, okay. okay. Understandable. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. All right, but uh, Tink, what do you think, Jess? So, um, I was bored, but let me say this. I'm not an R&B girl, but the songs, the stuff she was talking about is definitely like one of those mood setters and it's going to get you there. So if you want the vibes to be right and you're with the right person, then that is the album for you, for sure. Because she was talking or, some shit in there. Or a wrong person. Or a wrong person. Or a wrong person. <laughs> Anyone. With the wrong, with the, if you're with the wrong person or the right person. If you're just with the person. Yeah, if you're just with the person, the, I guess. Yeah. If you're just with the person and you feeling up for that type of evening, that's what you need to throw on. Definitely. Hands down. What's uh, standout tracks on here? I'm gonna tell you right now. For so for me, let me see. I like the Tink album. I thought it, I thought it was cool. Um, as far as I'm not really like crazy about Tink. So everything that I've heard previously, I've always felt like there was only one joint of Tink's that I really fucked with, and that was that rap song that she had with Timbaland, and then Charlemagne the God was like on the hook talking shit for her. I fucked with that song. All the R and B that I ever heard of Tink's. At that at this point, I always deemed it sounded super fucking corny to me. It didn't sound good. Like it was it was just eh, you know what I mean? That's how I felt about it. I really like this album, especially the I thought it started off super strong with the first four tracks. The cater song, and eh, like I don't really care too much about that song. Um I kind of didn't really like the mind. Like, I don't like, so here's, so here's my thing. 
So they talk about is R&B dead. I almost want to say it kind of is, right? This is a good album, though. But Tink does several, like, there's at least two songs on here, which are basically her renditions of other versions of those R&B songs. Mine, which is The Boy Is Mine, the Brandy Monica joint, and then the Cater, I'm assuming is the Cater To You, Destiny's Child joint. The throwback song, which is in in between both of those, she's talking about wanting to do uh, shit like the shit was in the 90s. She mentions a bunch of 90s R&B singers, but she's not mentioning no R&B niggas today because it's dead. You know what I'm saying? Like she every and this is and this is everybody. And she's not the only one. Anybody who brings up R&B, they talk about Lil. Let's do it like Boys the Men or Blackstreet or whoever was popping in the 90s. Whoever got those love ballads that joints got pregnant to. That's who they refer to or they go to 70s soul music. But they don't ever talk about their contemporaries, though. What do you say, EJ? Hey, I agree with you. You agree with me right there? Yeah, I agree with you. If that's no, how you I feel. Mean, I'm no, saying, I'm, I'm asking, you don't have to agree with me. What's your what's your side? That's you, I mean, she came out with a good R&B album. I agree though. I think her album is good. But in the same in the same breath, you just threw away a lot of the good songs because she brung back songs that was uh important well, to her. She had to cater. Just two songs. Just no, two songs though. Actually, it's four. She had to cater. Well, I the, said two, uh, but okay. The mine, mine, and what's the other two? Uh, the throwback joint was like a bunch of R and B, and she had the Twenty Five Reasons. Twenty Five mm-hmm. Reasons was originally written by uh, Nivea back in the day. I want to oh. say like in uh, had to be around oh one oh two. And those are all four back to back to back to back. Yeah, but she put them in in there. Yeah. So after you get past that, and then she came out with the. Uh, Come to uh, come to me right after that. Come it, see it, me. I do yeah, like that one. Okay, come to see me. The one with two C. Yeah, she that's... came out with that one, and then the album just gets better and better all the way through. Like once you play it, you have. To, there's no change in it. You don't have to switch no songs. <laughs> even even when you get to the Cater, if you just could get back past that two chain voice at the beginning of Cater, you could rock with Cater. But that was I, this is this has got to be a, like uh, I asked Sierra. I don't know why I asked fucking Sierra, but I asked Sierra where she ranked this, where she ranks this, and she was for like album five. And then I had to hear her reasoning. I'll, hold on, this is five out of all of Tink's albums. Yes. Okay. I had to hear her reasoning, and I give it that. I can see where she put certain albums and why she put them there but so why like, you rank it then there's got to be at least you you can easily arguably put top three helpless romantic well, voicemails in this one i think well, those three I, will be I interchangeable one at one yeah i think those three will be interchangeable uh one two and three and then depending on which one you pick one then you probably could put winter diary uh Two or and three in that mix. So I say Winter Diary two three. Uh, this one 
uh, hopeless romantic and voicemails as their top five, including all the mixtapes. And then, uh, you know, yeah, I don't know this one, this one, I've been playing this one nonstop. I tried to throw the tank in there. It was Hold good on, at before first. We, before we go switch over to the tank real quick, I want to say this. Um, Coming to track 15, that was probably my favorite song on here. I, I really like that one a lot. That fucking uh, balance. And Get and get a Love, I, that's probably my least favorite song with G Herbo. I felt like he like he was way too aggressive to me. Like obviously I listen to rap music and like but he was way too vulgar for the, the for the song. The song's like all soft or whatever, and then he just come through like hardcore, like I don't know, man. I just didn't I didn't like his addition to the song. Sound like it hit niggas with the thug passion in there. Nah, well I didn't I felt like it was even it's just I don't know, man. Like I understand, you know, thugs need some love too. But I'm like, I mean, it's your, this your girl, man. Come on, you can calm a little down. Like, leave some of the street shit at the at the. On the <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This your joint. I, I didn't like that song too much either. It's not a bad song, but like you said, yeah, it's not for this song. album, for this album, it, it wasn't needed yeah. at all. So, but that balance. But you say balance. I still need to go back. Balance. I listen because I listened to the album three times, but I wasn't. I'm not looking at the tracks when I'm listening to it, so I don't really realize. I don't remember which one is balance. I just remember coming to because I was like, you know, I made it a point to go li- to look at the tr- what the title of the song was when that one came on. So that's why I remember that. But I like I said, I thought the first four were fire, right? Like right to start the album, and going to the Tank album now. I actually thought the same with the tank. So why don't you like the tank though, EJ, before we get deeper into that? I expected more out of tank. I wanted that 2005 fucking, that shit that he did with uh, Jamie Foxx on Unpredictable, that slowly type tank. I thought he was going to come back that way for this album since he just got out that contract. But then when I looked at it, he's still up under the Atlanta music group. So I don't even know if he's, from up under the contract. Well, this album for sure is on Atlantic, but he did drop a rap album. So No, that wasn't him. That wasn't him? No. So that's why I said motherfucking Apple Music playing with my goddamn emotions. Gonna say that's him and it's not. Cause I was like, this nigga done dropped the R and B and a goddamn rap album a oh, day I thought, apart. I, I thought that was I thought that was him. Cause I'm about to say like that's more reason why R&B dead if Tank decided to drop a rap album. No. And he, the one who, he was one of the main people talking about, like, why R&B is the way it is. Because, you know, he mentions a lot of R&B singers have to do this. Uh, uh, they, ba- they basically have to compete with rappers. And Diddy actually brought it up, too, because if you look Billboard forever, when when these R&B albums come out on Billboard, the chart that they are competing, it's a hip-hop and R&B chart. It's not, they don't have it separated for R&B and hip-hop because of racism, obviously. Like, all the black people get lumped together where there's so many other genres, but, you know, it's like the black genre is just one category. 
And I was thinking about this too. I think one of the other things that kind of hurts R&B is that we only consider R&B like the ballads. Why can't R&B be any of the fun music? It seems like R&B got to only be the slow love songs. Like those are the only songs we consider R&B. Bro, I honestly feel like R&B is not dead. I don't think it is personally. I think it's just like we got the internet now, right? So yeah. we have a lot more selections. Just like people talking about, oh, rap rap is dead or hip hop is dead, right? Like we only have these select few that that we see mainstream wise. But we have the internet, so we have so many different sounds, so many different artists. We just gotta look now. We have this big ass library. Niggas just stand in one way. And first off, nostalgia is a killer of anything new. Nostalgia is yeah. a killer of any type of creativity. So like a lot of niggas be stuck on like what they're hearing. Like 2005 tank, like they expect that in 2022, where we have different types of music and like different type of lives. Now you know what I'm saying. These mm-hmm. are not living the same way they was living back in 05. You know what true. I'm saying. So like we we rapping different. The dynamics and relationships are totally different now in 05 than than it is well here than it is in 05 because now we got social media. So now we've seen everybody being toxic. So we singing and rapping about things we see in front of us right now. That's then I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, it's just, it's evolution, but we also have a lot more information, a lot more shit at our hands. Like, produ- like production wise. Okay. Now we've got the internet so we can deep, we can deep dive. Now we don't have to go to these record stores. We can go mm-hmm. into like, nigga, we could pull up some shit in 1706. See, but I think I think this is the problem though. Like the problem is is that the mainstream, the radio, the the TikToks, like everything that's being uh pushed to us is the toxic shit. Whereas when you do talk about the nineties though, it was a, a blend. You know what I'm saying? Like, even with hip-hop, the mainstream hip-hop, it just wasn't, like, gangster rap or party music. It was Tribe Called Quest was actually, like, a mainstream hip-hop group at that time. Nowadays, they would be considered an underground group. Right. You know what I'm saying? But back then, they were a mainstream hip-hop group. On top of, you had Dr. Dre. You know what I'm saying? On top of, you had Outkast. You had Jay-Z. You had Nas. Those were Nas. Like, those were mainstream rappers with and their albums we're all different types of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't just um, like nowadays, all the mainstream rappers are trappers or um, drill music. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of that lane, whereas everything else is considered underground, not yeah. mainstream. You but know like what I mean? you got to look at the age of hip hop at that time compared to now though. You know what I'm saying? It's sort of like when you start a new job, right? You want to be like, you in this new building, you gotta act a certain way. You know, you know the means of like first day at the job, you a square the 90, 90 days, you want some other shit. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like hip hop, <laughs> hip hop and like hip hop was fairly new. So niggas can't just bust down the door talking about clapping cheeks, sound selling sacks. Like I mean they just saying it in a in a like, you know in a different in way. A, in a different way, not as like, you know, straightforward. Like you, you hear these trappers and everybody like, bro, King Vaughn. Okay, let's talk about him. This nigga is a storyteller. Yes, this nigga was in the streets killing people, and he was telling stories. Now, if you, 
Allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly yeah. Allegedly. You know, he's a black man, so we're going to keep that right. Allegedly. <laughs> but he's telling stories. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you put that shit in some, like, 90s boom bap, oh, niggas going to love that shit. They're going to love it. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, hip-hop is a lot older now, and we can come out straight forward because niggas like Nas, Jay-Z, and all that open the doors up. You know what well, I'm saying? I'm not even. I'm not even saying that we had to go back to boom bap though. I was just saying I was bringing it up the '90s though in general because it was different elements, of, different types of hip hop that was considered mainstream back then. Oh yeah. Whereas yeah, yeah. nowadays it's really it's one type of subgenre of hip hop, and then everything else is kind of like underground. You got to have that drill. Uh, trap type of sound for you to be in the mainstream almost like nowadays. And I blame, that's really what I was going. And with I blame that. white people. I, I facts, <laughs> facts, A thousand percent facts. But let's go back to the R and B real quick. Yes. So on the tank though, the out the song. This is the best song from both albums to me. Both the tank and the tank though. It's this no limit joint, yo. That no limit with Alex Isley. You didn't like oh, this yeah. song, DJ? I loved that song. That song was fire. I was like, my girl, that Alex. That and the slow song right after that. Oh, with Jay Valentine. okay. I, I do like that one. That, yeah. The, the one no with limit. The, okay. No yeah, limit no with limit. Alex Isley. Yeah, Man, her voice yeah, is so buttery. So buttery. Yeah. Which she mm. dropped the fire album this year, too. Um, Alex Isley? Who was the producer on that? Yeah, Alex Isley and um, and that, uh, that dude she collaborates with a lot. I forget his name. Uh, Jack Dean, Jack Dine. They got an album, nine tracks, came out this year. It's called Marigold, 29 Minutes. I thought that was pretty fire. I didn't know her so. and Shelly had a, a song together that they released in July. Uh, FK. On the... Also known as oh, Drum. <laughs> no, no, also known as Drum. Hold on. Oh, oh that Shelly. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's Shelly I, now. I'm still getting used to, yeah, still getting used to his name change. I got a piece. Um, but yeah, that that No Limit song on the Tank one though, that one was fire. Oh, you're the talking about the this, you're talking about the album Marigold with Alex Isley yeah, yeah. and Jack. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's yes, yeah, uh, that's what I'm talking about. Um, but on the Tank album, the second the the end of the album though, it gets very rappy. There you go. <laughs> there you so go. Get, Again, like he was one, he was the main one of the main people talking about this topic, and he really just switched it up and had what was that? I think it was the song Awesome. That was a straight up hip hop song. But, like, but I will say this if you're not a tank, if you don't listen to tank music, the last three to four songs are the worst songs on the fucking album every time. It's like he yeah. had a great album. Once he gets to the end, he was like, I get just in case somebody I need to have a dance track. Y'all got these four <laughs> songs to pick from. Yeah, starting from at least it's nothing for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's That's the last three to four songs every album. That would be the last every one album. if you started. It's nothing, and I agree because that one it's nothing. He had a lot of like he had some Migos flows on. It's nothing. Right. I was like nigga, what? And, and like Not you said, Migos. I just I just went back to the album. So I did the first four, which was dope. Yeah, I think it was the first five. First and five, then, at least. After that fifth one, that sixth one came. It, <laughs> it threw it threw the flow off. Then he got a semi upbeat with Chris Brown. After that, which kind of it's good, but it's not. It didn't vibe the flow 
the album wasn't put together like the way I think it should. Like the old tank, the first seven songs, yeah. he led you into, you know, he, you know, he he did everything for you back in the day. From the mm-hmm. time you open the door, you open the door in your house, you walk her in, you start playing, <laughs> and the mood is set. <laughs> By the time got, you get to he the got every table, moment, yeah, he, he got Yo. he got you paying for the bill. You get in Yo. the car. By the time you get to the table and light the goddamn candles, he already on track three. Oh so now y'all That's still whispering hilarious. to each other to about four or five. And then track six he got, is like it's it's so eight. he used to just create whole soundscapes for the evening. God you just play it through for the whole evening though. That's just just listen to it. <laughs> From the time you you got about a good twenty five minutes to get the bullshit conversation out the way for it's about to be like, is the wine and the liquor hitting yet? <laughs> <laughs> and then yo, we got two options. That's yeah. it. We can do it here at the table. Oh, but we can make it upstairs. Hey. That's how it went. Hey. And then if you paused it during the break of trying to figure out what y'all going to do and like push play again to start, you know, you could get a good little 25, 30 minute session. And then after that, it's like you don't care what you want to fucking listen to because you at the end of the album and you like, and man, let me anyway. turn this. Now it's like, okay, <laughs> um, we're done. You, you, you can get the fuck out or That's we can start hilarious. the song, the, the whole CD over. But there's no point to get to track 14, 15, 16, and 17. Besides on the first album, because track 14 was the song called No Why. So, but that's typical Tank. I didn't want typical Tank. I wanted something to where, you know, if he goes on tour, it will be this. This is what we could have listened to. Now, we're going to get the typical slowly... I deserve. He even tried to do. I, yeah, I, I deserve. Yeah. Again. I was tripping oh. whenever he. I heard I deserve on there. I was like, wait, am I listening to the new Tank album or like what? Oh, is what? this an old song? He just redid it. Yeah, yeah, and, and the song slow. The yeah, song slow is pretty much slowly. Yeah, so I was like, he trying to. I do like that. Let me let me also drop that song. Um, make sure with feather. I like that song too. That I like that. Twelve. I like the let's take a ride song. Number thirteen. Oh, I was vibing to that. Yeah, it must have been right before it gets bad. Thank you. Thirteen. It was thirteen. Yeah, thirteen was the laugh. Fucking disappointment. Yeah, honestly, yeah. After after thirteen, the rest of the tracks sound like some songs you'll hear in like, uh, what was it, Ghost and Power? Like you know, like the oh, cut oh, oh, I thought you meant Ghost, <laughs> the Patrick Swayze. <laughs> Tev, you can't yeah. mention power with Mike. Yeah, uh, I'm not about that 50. And I've been, I've been seeing 50 Cent pop up like all on my social media this um, week. But it's not even because of 50 Cent. It's because of Game been talking about him. Uh, you know, because Game's doing his little interview run right now. And he talking about, because you know, Cause we were talking just like we were talking about last week or whatever week that was with 50 cent or at the game being on um the Super Bowl and I said he couldn't do it without 50 cent and they were talking about the songs that 50 cent had wrote and he's talking about how 50 cent didn't write this song and he made up some story that didn't even sound believable about how he came up with the idea of the song even though you know there's a interview some years ago where 50 cent was talking about he had how he had 
a bunch of those songs already done for the massacre, but the game had just signed. They wanted to release the game's album, so they gave him those songs for his album, basically. And like, there's the reference tracks and everything, but of course, you know, I haven't heard the reference tracks, but game be up there lying. He won the top five liars in the industry for sure. Not five. He's right. Yeah. Well, he's not five, but he's not number one. Soldier Boy number one for sure. And then, and then, Man, I don't probably, know. Soldier Boy, Soldier Boy number one. Soldier Boy had troops. Niggas had niggas was backing Soldier Boy up on some of the stuff he was saying. Hey, nigga had pictures. I'm not, he had I'm not saying he don't ever tell the truth. But when that nigga be lying, he be lying. That the shooting, the the Vlad shooting interview is the is like you know what I'm saying. Come on now. <laughs> hey, it's, it's, either, it's either uh, it's either that one or uh, was it Freaky Ziki story? Freaky Ziki from the uh, Diplomats. Yeah, I think it was Freaky Ziki when he was talking about. It. He was like, I had the nigga in the full Nelson, and he's pulling his legs up, and he hit me, boop, bap. And I, I, he talked about the nigga dropping the chain. He said he was down on the ground, shot, and he caught the chain like this. You ain't see that? Nah, Bruh. I didn't see that one. I didn't see that one. <laughs> no, it oh, was either Freaky Zeke or uh, uh, Mel B, Max B, Max B. Yeah, it was Max either Freaky Zeke. Or Max B. I don't think it was Max B because Max B been well, in jail. Since yeah, I been doing. I, this I think it was free. I think it's. I think it's free. Yeah. Man. You might be I'm mixing a, them up because I know it's about the hotel and the 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 chain though for real. Yeah, nigga said I got shot. He's like, I fell the chain. The dude dropped the chain. And I caught it like this. I'm a, I'm gonna see on the video in it. I can't believe I <laughs> All right, <laughs> All right, well, let's since you brought it up earlier, let's go into that Larry June album though. What you think about that? Let me hear the thought. Your thoughts, Ted. So I'm an avid Larry June fan. You know what I'm saying? I love those type of raps, like the Don Kennedys, shit like that. Like like cool rap. Yeah, you know, some chill shit. So I feel like this is probably his best project he dropped. Cause, really? Yeah, yes. I feel like it was different flows, you know, different cadences. And, you know, he was definitely in a smoother bag, too. But it wasn't like his regular smoother bag. Like, he was really in, you know, he was really, it was really relaxing, I can say. Mm-hmm. Made me feel like I can get up and get some money. In a real relaxing way, and the Sid feature was nice. You know, he meshed well with Sid because I was thinking he was gonna do like uh, I don't know if you guys heard uh, when he collabed with uh, Dej Low, how that sounded. Oh um, yeah, I uh, did hear that. Yeah, I wasn't too fond of that, but like, yeah, he meshed very well with Sid. Like he had that Sid sound, like it meshed very well. But he had a song with Two Chains, and I'm very. Comp- Convinced that two chains is very good with rappers like Larry June, Currency too, like shit like that. Two oh yeah, Cur- I can see Currency shit. like definitely that being. I didn't get to listen to the Larry June album yet, but I definitely want to check it out. Oh yeah, this is best best I- project and okay. the Alchemist. Yeah, that. I saw that Alchemist track, the Breakfast in Monaco. Yeah, that was solid. You know what I'm saying? Him and Alchemist Al- about to drop an album together. Oh, they're about to do a whole album. Yeah, they already it's already done. Alchemist is my favorite producer though, right now. He's been my yeah. favorite producer the last like four or five years. You know what? And I forgot to peep that rock. That rock and elk album. Oh, that dropped, that dropped so, already? Yeah, yeah. But that must have just dropped last week. It dropped the same. It's dropped that Friday. Okay, yeah, I gotta peep that. Gotta check that out. I gotta peep that. 
uh, the Rock Rock Marciano and Alchemist. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like, it it drops August twenty sixth. Oh, it dro- oh, oh so okay. yeah. So they just re- they released that song Deja Vu from it um, as a single. And oh, okay. then that uh oh, are you talking about the Larry June and Alchemist or the Rock Marciano Rock, Alchemist? Rock Marciano. Yeah, the Rock Marciano. Okay. Yeah, the Rock Marciano okay. and uh the Alchemist that drops August 26th. The so- the single that's off of there is Deja Vu. Okay. Also also Jid drops August 26th. Oh yeah. Yes. You know Cannot saying? wait. I was, I was hoping he have that Zay track on there. He no, there is no Zay track. So he released the features already. Oh, he, already, um, he uncovered it. Yeah, yeah. Let me, uh, let me see who they, who it is again. Um, I know Earth Gang was on it. Lil Wayne was on it. Keep that. Um, let me see. You said keep that. Yeah, I'm not looking. I don't know, man. I ain't looking for no Wayne, no Yo, Wayne verse now. I mean, I'm not, I'm not crazy on Wayne for real. But Wayne, every feature Wayne has been doing since 2020, he smoked, yo. Every Wayne feature he has smoked, yo. That's 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 facts, eh? So you're talking about the one with Jack Carlo too, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about that one. Oh, too. you crazy as hell. I'm talking about that one too. <laughs> that one he was on what two West Side joints or at least one West Side joint smoked it. Uh the premiere joint smoked it. Okay, yeah. Especially the West Side one was my favorite though. Uh on that that was on uh that's Hitler's his latest one. eight. No, that wasn't the latest one. The one I'm talking about, the I, he might have collabed with him again, but the song I'm talking about is off of Hitler Wears Airman's Eight, Side A. Oh yeah, yeah. okay, okay, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, but Jid, he has Kenny Mason, Earth Gang, Twenty One Savage, Baby Tate, Lil Durk, Mustafa the Poet, Ari Lennox, Most Def, also known as Yasin Bey now, uh, Lil Wayne. Jonta Austin and Raven Lene and Aaron Allen Kane. Those are the features. Fifteen tracks. Hey, that you said Raven Lene? Yeah, that actually might be a good one. Hey, R and B alert. She's she's good too. By the way, I saw Raven Lene yeah. when she opened up for Smino and SZA. Hey, she had a tough song with uh, Smino on uh, Black Swan. On the first album, yeah. That Which one? Good. What song was that one again? Uh, I don't know. It was like. Let me see. My my favorite joint on there was the 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 title track, I think. That first verse on that shit, man. Oh my Nothing's God. better than that Anita, yeah. Glass flows. Anita's good. And and even when they came out with the Anita remix. Anita's yeah. good. Nah, but it's the black swan joint, son. Amphetamine. Amphetamines. Amphetamine yes. is good too. Oh, um, the song is Glass Flows. That song with Raven Lene, uh Lene and Smino. I was going. Oh, yeah. and speaking of Smino, my bad. But uh Sango has production credits. He produced uh, a track on Virgin shit too. Just one. Sango? Yeah. Oh nice. Yeah, so I just want to throw that out there. And it's good. It's very good. Hey, props. Hey, you I, know, I actually, go ahead. My bad, my Maybe. bad. We forgot to talk. You know, uh, we was talking about the dance dance albums with Drake and Beyonce. We forgot to bring up Sango dropped a dance, uh, a whole, a whole house album, like the same week as Drake. I forgot. Oh to bring shit! That up. Yeah, I we didn't know that. <laughs> I got to peep that. Uh, I like Sango. I'm, I'm glad you didn't bring it up. <laughs> I, I don't even know who you said. I, Sango, I didn't even. He's a, he's a producer. 
Well, Part I'm of glad. All... I'm glad we didn't talk about it. Goddamn waste of time. What's that collective called? What's that collective called again? That he's oh, part of? You talking about selection? Selection, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, him, Mr. Carmack. I actually saw Sango uh, when he opened up for Ketronada last year in May. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was solid. fire. But, yeah, that was my first time I've ever seeing him. I don't usually go to – I'm not usually a fan of, like, going to see DJs. Like, I just – I want to see rappers, you know. I want – or not necessarily rappers. I want to see somebody – I like vocalists essentially. I want to hear music or hear vocals rather than just hear music. Um, no, nah, I feel that. I feel that. Oh, hey, so, let me be politically correct. I'm sorry. I'm glad we didn't talk about it because I didn't listen to it, so I wouldn't be able to give my actual <laughs> assessment. Hey, hey, of the pod. So I'm not saying it's trash. I'm just saying it's not oh fair for us to talk about something. Or you know, I, I value my time. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm selling right now. <laughs> Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. Uh, you know what, what song was that? Hey. Song tragic, was that? tragic. Yeah. Tragic. Oh, I love that song. That's a fire song. Hey, EJ got spoke on everybody, bro. No matter who it is. Oh, he does. Yeah. If you just I'll be bored, yo. If you just a phone number you. or a person, he got smoke for you. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm bored, you know when you retire, you just get fucking bored, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if you if you just retired, just sitting around, you get, get bored. There. I don't know that you know what I'm feeling, EJ. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I, can't relate. See, I, I, can't relate. I apologize because I'm wasting y'all time right now. Damn. No. Up, you know no. I just be bored. You know what I'm saying? Damn. I, I entertain. I entertain any chats, bar for bar. <laughs> Uh, CBAB. What the fuck? I thought that was like cool brothers and, and probably and bitches. I didn't know. I was like, cool it was like CBAB. I was like, cool brothers and bitches. Okay. Last song one now. Yo, they just got names for everybody. But hey, yo. That's, that's, why I didn't, that's why I didn't say nothing. I wasn't trying to diss nothing or say something wrong and somebody take something out of context. I don't know. So that's why when they was like, EJ, like they wanted me to say something. I was like, nah, I'm chilling. You know, I don't know. I would like, I would like all the data in front of me before I say something. Oh you see what God. I'm saying? I'm trying to work on this. I'm trying to work on being politically correct and like reach out like one band, one sound type thing. So, you know, I sometimes you. I just take hits upside the head, just let, just roll with the punches. I Give them the Mayweather soda, you know what I'm saying? It is oh what it is, God. yo. Oh, EJ came for hey, smoke. Shout out, shout out to my niggas from Colorado, Texas, though. Shout out to them. <laughs> yeah. Man. For sure. Oh, man, hold on. Since we even here talking about some smoke, though, real quick. So check this out. So I got on Twitter the other day, yo, and the first thing I see is Andre 3000's biggest hater on earth talking some shit. Ted. Tev over here talking <laughs> shit, talking about what what actually make Andre a, a goat. What hey, do you I, mean? Son? I was asking a general question to general public. I just want to know. Like I ain't I ain't trying to doubt the brother. You know what I'm saying? I just what? I want to know. You know, have you heard person? any of his verses? That's what makes him the goat, son. Equimini. Hey, you know, yeah, you could do that. He's good as a collective person. You know what I'm saying? He's good in the group. But solo-wise, yeah, he got little features dancing around. But what's the records like? Oh, what's your, what's your solo record like, bro? I mean, solo record, hey, y'all, and that's one of the most, like... I'm talking about, like, <laughs> albums. What, what that solo album The, the like? Love Below. 
No, no, no. That's, that's a, a joint solo album. album. No, that's, that's a joint solo album. album. That's collective. a solo album. It's a All solo right. album. Okay, Big Boy what? is on one song. One They're, song. Everyone's finished. Well, I see it's both a solo album. On, I see both of them brothers on that cover. It's a solo album. They released two solo it's albums. two separate CDs. Yeah, two so, separate so solos. I, I, so, it says, imprint. so it says both of them, both of them on the album cover, and it says Andre 3000 Love Below. And it says Big Boy. Yeah, no, it says Outcast. That's outcast. That's sound like a group to me. <laughs> sound like well, one to was me. called Speaker Box and one was called the Mother. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to uh, cool. Uh, shout out to the cool brothers. The oh cool brothers. my god! The cool brothers and bitches. <laughs> hey, we got clear out. We ain't trying. We ain't dissing. Like we ain't calling nobody bitches. But. Nah, can't bullshit a bullshit. Yo, what's good? Holler on the Polaris Network. Go peep that. You know what I'm saying. It's just uh, you know, friendly banter between teammates, you know what I mean? No, Got no, it. no, 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 no. There's nothing there's a lot of friendly is there's no banter, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know. I just seen an acronym. <laughs> you know, like even when y'all put MTN, I was thinking most talented niggas. I didn't oh think it was mountain time zone. <laughs> I, so I'm like when you put these things out there, I just be guessing what these letters mean. He did yeah. everything an acronym. Hey. Everything an acronym, though. 20 years in the Army, they got an acronym for everything. So right. I was just guessing, and mm. hopefully it fit. And nobody <laughs> corrected me until it was like three days later. Then I was like, oh, that's TBAB. That's Can't right. bullshit a bullshitter. You know what I'm saying? Now I was like, ah, glad I didn't say cool brothers and bitches because <laughs> then they would thought I was trying to be funny. <laughs> so that's why I didn't say nothing. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> cool brothers and bitches. Cool brothers and bitches. Oh, hey, it's funny God. that it's funny that he said like we had like seven thirty MTN and he and he thought seven thirty most talented most, niggas. <laughs> most <laughs> talented niggas for mountains <laughs> seven thirty MTN has like the oh, seven thirty most talented. I would never thought mountain time like all right so. So next, though, I want to get into this fucking the AI rapper. Uh, what's his name? Effin, Effin Mecca, the world's yeah. first AI rapper. He said something about. Um, Should I play the clip? Y'all ain't, y'all ain't seeing me. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna play the clip right here. Yeah, I'm gonna play the clip. But yeah, you guys just heard an AI say, I don't see niggas like I'm playing hockey. Wow. <laughs> wow. A program. That's like black, and on top of that, the the dude that made that is like a, a I think he's like like a Albanian mm-hmm. type shit. You know what I'm saying? And he says like the AI, the way he created was <clears throat> it uh, collects all this information from music, different types of genres, and uh, it'll take like lyrics, you know, the the beats, the productions, whatever, and then make it into a song that it's supposed to sound like. So he's not like 
directly programmed to say the N word, but if you fucking with hip hop, obviously you're gonna get the N word in there. Yeah. But it's so fucking like I don't like it at least. Like oh, I, I fucking I yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good on the AI rappers. I this is this is the thing for me, yo. This is a testament to how fucking like picked apart our culture is. Like, ev- like black culture is like it literally moves everything out here. Like everybody is taking from black culture, trying to do black culture, right? And it's crazy to me that you're talking about the first AI rapper. Fuck what the fuck the rapper saying the N word, but the first AI rapper and y'all don't even think to make the rapper black when he's doing fucking black culture. The top 10 rappers, you know what I'm saying? None of the top 10 rappers are not black. And that includes Eminem. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not putting, like, the best rappers are black. You want to name 50 rappers? There maybe are two or three that are not black in the top 50 rappers. It's a black culture, man. He's light-skinned, yeah. Nah, that, that's a Mexican <laughs> AI. That's a Mexican AI. Yeah, he only become a Mexican AI if he's speaking Espanol. This you nigga. can hear it in his voice. It, that, that son, you know what, you could, like... For real, come on, man. Black people have a certain tone. You could tell, yo. You could see what you're saying. But your argument is the wrong argument. The argument is, first of all, he signed the Capitol Records. That's the first thing. Yeah. So every artist on Capitol Records need to look at their contract. Because now you got to get features from this nigga. He's a a label mate. You feel me? That'd be true. You got to get a feature, hey. and I want to see how much they paying this nigga. Are they even paying? Like, how's he getting paid? I'm sure creators get paid, though, right? He signed, I, so this is this is multiple is jobs. Signed. This is this is a this is this is generational wealth right here. We're talking about everything. This ain't just all the baby. Yeah, this ain't just uh, like if if let's just say he happened happened to this band. I can see a lot of niggas getting sued. <laughs> What if, what if the wardrobe guy don't match the guy with the lyrics? Let's say they go to the club and the actual humans get into a fight. And then the motherfucker be like, I got one better. I'm going to put fuck the writer on, on, on my jacket that I'm designing for the character. And then the, the, the rapper got to rap that because, you know, it's a group now. We got a group business. Like, this is crazy, and it, they're okay with it. And there's going to be people that rocks with it, and that's the fucking problem with the culture. There are going to be people who rock with it, yeah. Right. Well, uh, I mean, I... You know, he already got a feature, too. Gunna. What? Gunna's already... He featured... Gunna got a, he already got a song with oh, Gunna. Of course. <clears throat> See, this is the thing. I mean, obviously, I I know it's, it's obvious why they did this, because they're trying to push this metaverse shit. So it's like... You're obviously going to be able to see him, this rapper, perform in the metaverse. Like that's where you're going to be buying your concert tickets and shit like that. I get that. I don't. I don't even have an issue with it. Like I said, my point is, why can't the fucker be black? <laughs> this is a black culture. The first AI. Like, why can't we? The first rapping AI. Why can't he be black? <laughs> They're not going to make the first kung fu master white, are they? Oh, bro, it's the same reason why early Egyptian movies, all the Egyptians were white. But you're right, though. You're right. 
He's he going to be on the next power intro. Capital Records, 50 oh Cent. He going oh, 50 next, Cent was going to be on, 50 yeah. Cent was Interscope. I just pulled it up. 50 Cent was Interscope. Okay, Interscope probably joint with Capital Records. I just pulled it up. Just pulled it up. Snoop, 50, uh, Q, fucking uh, Lil Baby. Hey, he gonna he gonna get some Queen Najee. He might be up on the RB tip. Y'all going never to know. y'all going to Metaverse concerts? Nah, nah. I might have to pull. Up <laughs> I might have to pull up to one. Did, did, did either <laughs> turn the computer on right quick? Did, did you? Did either of you guys baby? go to any of those um, Fortnite concerts when they had like Travis Scott up in there? And I think even Anderson Pack did one. Oh, uh, I bet you was there. Wasn't. I wish. I wish. I guess <laughs> nah, like no, nah, like nah, I'll just say I don't really get the aside from verses, I don't really get, you know, watching concerts via screen. Well, all right. You, know you actually got you got us into the verses, so did y'all see though, um Swiss Beats and Timbaland, they filed a lawsuit uh, against Triller. Twenty eight million over yeah. the verses. Yeah, that's see, that's crazy. But you know, that's what happens when you go commercial with mm-hmm. things, and that's also what happens with uh, you know, a lot of us doing creative shit, and we try to like capitalize yep. off it the wrong way, or just working with people, and <clears throat> you, you know, you get fucked over. Yeah, I, you know, what I'm I saying? think the verse has been dead for a minute, to be honest. I, you should, yeah, bro. They, met, I feel like they messed with some matchups, and also just going to trailer and like you know, taking it to that level. You know what I'm saying? Because it felt very homegrown. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At first. Yeah, it was great. And it was perfect, It was great. Man. Like, even with all the kinks <clears throat> and, like, the internet problems, like, yeah. that Ludacris and uh, Nelly one, that one was great. You know, like, it's just two mm-hmm. niggas just meeting up in their studios. Uh, the weather might the up. weather might be good. the weather might be bad. Your internet might be good. It might be bad, but we're gonna have a good time regardless. But then once yeah. they start getting like stage and production and like buy tickets to come to the versus show and all that other shit, like no, I'll just keep it simple. Two people, <laughs> the artists, <laughs> just the artists. <laughs> so. I, I I actually like that. I like the original way more when they just went and played songs, but. I I do believe that there's probably some licensing reasons why they can't do it that way. This is why we got to get performances because, you know, technically, technically you can't like if I go start an Instagram live right now, I can't play any music or they're going to shut my Instagram live down unless it's my own music. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's why the verses went from them playing music to them performing it because now with the performance you're kind of altering it it's not exactly the same and that's legally allowed it's kind of like you're doing a cover of the song essentially um so i think that's why we got to this like performance level now but again i just think once they went to triller triller wanted to put it behind the paywall and kind of it just kind of watered it down you know what I'm saying? I'm very surprised we haven't got like a um a Britney Spears versus Christina Aguilera type versus yet. They've it's still been very black right now, but that's actually a, a huge surprise to me because I thought it would have definitely been like we should have probably got NSYNC and Backstreet Boys already, basically. Oh, I don't know. That lawsuit about to speed that up. 
Like, oh, you gonna sue us? <laughs> Bet. <And> they gonna, <laughs> no, you gonna get that. You gonna get that. And they're gonna have the free Britney shirts on right oh, there. She free. God. But it's not like they're just <laughs> suing them just to sue them. They just suing them for the money that they owe them. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, yeah. Taylor like, said they've already paid them fifty. Um, but they are old. But the fifty at first was in stocks, some cash in stocks as well, and then they're owed twenty eight million. But apparently, though, Triller also hasn't been paying their their other content creators because some content creators like they sign contracts there, you know, for them to put out content on Triller, however frequently. And they still got to put out that content, but they're not getting paid. Like, Triller's not paying them for whatever reason. So it seems like the money is kind of slow over at Triller. Um, so it's, it's, it is going to be interesting what happens, though, with the whole versus situation, this this lawsuit with Timbaland and Swiss Beats. So was Triller... Uh, I, I, I never fully understand Triller. Was Triller like how TikTok is now? So it's like you said what EJ? You said, yeah. It's like yeah. a streaming like thing, you know, like you can you can watch people play games, you can watch people do all kind of stuff on there. Like I've even like during the pandemic, I even saw some of my favorite bands like put on a whole concert on Triller. Like so you you it just really just you can use it in so many different ways. It's just basically a broadcasting um like website or app, you know. But like when it started off, it really was like just a like a thirty second. Uh, it it kind of like was the next step to Vine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it kind of yeah, like was I, the next step to I Vine, and then once they got past that, that's when it became like the full streaming uh, for concerts and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, hey, if you don't pay somebody, this is what you get. I, like after I read into it, I was like. You said you was gonna pay somebody and you didn't pay them. What you thought they was gonna do? Just keep, you know, that's that's just money. <laughs> so so now instead of them paying them the ten million that you owe them, now you gotta pay them nine million a piece, and then a million dollars after that. And now that you know, you could take somebody to court and make them pay your legal fees if you win. Mm-hmm. So now it's just crazy. Tell your lawyers, hey, I don't care how much I pay you. They're the ones that are gonna pay. So put your fee into this and let's charge them niggas. We're gonna win. <laughs> Like I don't yeah. care. I don't care what your fee. Is. Your fee won't be my fee, though. I know that. <laughs> like uh, if I'm only making twenty million, you ain't getting ten. Mm-hmm. Nah, you, hey, dial down. So, yeah, shout out to t- Triller. Bum asses. Hey, shout shout out to hey, <laughs> Triller. Hey, Nicki Minaj. Yo, she returned to last week. Real quick, she uh. First number one, she got a number one with the the single that she just dropped, the Super Freaky Girl. First woman to get a number one this decade, solo art as a solo artist. Good for her once again. So Drake flew Drake flew out to Canada. <laughs> oh my god, Drake flew her out. Hold on, so she, so she performed. Does Nikki get her respect though? She's still she's still the top top uh top woman rapper out here. She done I been mean, gone for like she's been gone longer than Kendrick. If, well, if the, if the top dropping albums like they did last week, that was okay-ish. Hold on, what? Megan the Stallion. If that's oh. the top at the time. Oh. And she dropping okay-ish albums, 
you know, now you got to throw Nikki back into the conversation. I mean, that to me, that she was the one that pushed Nikki out. Cardi was still relevant. Nikki was going through her legal stuff with her husband. So when Meg came in, it was kind of like a replacement well, to Nikki. I don't, I don't, I don't put Cardi up there. Cause, well, cause I, like, I, I get, wait, 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 wait. I didn't say I put Cardi I up got there. You. We're talking about the world. Yeah, I got you. I'm there. just saying, I don't consider Cardi in that same stratosphere though, because we, it's known that she doesn't write her shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not saying you can't have any goat, like, you people people collab and shit all the time, but we know Cardi don't write. She's not a rapper. She's a stripper. She got ghostwriters. It's not like it's the same thing like P Diddy. We don't consider Diddy a rapper. You know what I'm saying? But I consider Drake a rapper. Shout out to Quentin Miller. You didn't have to, you didn't have to mute your mic. Shout out to Quentin Miller. <laughs> shout out to my nigga Quentin Miller. One legged yeah, bastard. Miller. Hey, he he was making money. It's stupid. He should have he could have he could have been on CLB, but nah. He wanted he wanted to jump on the same train as Meek Mill. Now look at him. That's not what happened. Who knows? He still Meek Mill be. fucked up his shit. He didn't put. He didn't say anything. Meek Mill went and hey. fucked up his bag. He was quiet. He's Nigga. the one who got. He the one who got yeah. the shit end of the stick because truly that happened. He ended up losing a leg. Yeah, he listen did. to me. Listen to me. He got if jumped Meek, by Meek Mill's if, niggas and then he lost a leg. Man, that's hey. not that's not his fault. If Meek Mill would have said. That I was the one writing all the Drake rhymes. I would have came out there and be like, "No, I gave Drake an idea." That's all. No, he I denied did. it. He did deny it at first, and then and then Funk Man. Flex released the tracks, the, the reference tracks. tracks. That's what happened. He did deny it. That's not his fault. Like he didn't say anything. Meek Mill somehow heard about it, probably because Nicki knew or whatever. Like he pillow talking with Nicki, and however he heard about it. Could you, you imagine that pillow though at that time? I mean, nigga, <laughs> nigga, <laughs> like God, shit. Hey, you gotta tell me, son. Hey, you ain't gotta tell me, son. God damn, like whatever you say, girl. <laughs> whatever you, you say, just <laughs> whatever you say, yeah. Shit. So, so hold on, real quick. While we right here, though. Is, is is Nikki the the top woman rapper without any classic albums though? Like, I mean, is she the best rapper in the as a woman, but has zero classic albums? I mean, you can't tell the barbs you can't tell the barbs that she don't have no classic albums because they're gonna say that every single one is a classic. Like, but for but one, for real though, I mean, I get it. I understand fandoms are going to say that every person that whatever they got all these classic albums, but objectively speaking, do you guys think? I mean, I don't. I'm not too. I'm not. I've never been. She has way too many pop records for me. Yeah, I'm not a pop like rap person at all. Like I hate pop yeah. rap tracks. I hate them. Yeah, facts. So, it's so like, like I, I, I can't I even think... like judge. You know, like does Nicki have bars? Yes. Yeah. Like Nikki has yeah. bars. She can rap her ass off, right? But I've never connected with her music just because it's too bubble like there's just too many like bubblegum shits going on for mm-hmm. me. Like it's too poppy. So I like I've never been able to rock with it, but I've always seen the talent, you know? So bars wise, you know, like she's definitely, you know, the top, like for sure. Bar wise. She's up there. Yeah, we, so. we could we never deny her, her that. Could never deny her that. We're gonna drop a list though one of these days 
we go we got we gotta like take some time and listen to some of these and compare them and actually like let's let's cook up a list to drop for everybody you know what I'm saying? at the end of the year at the end of the year at the end of the year all right we'll try to shoot for that uh yeah. I don't really have anything else I want to get into. Uh, I want to end it off here, though. So this is going to be the first week we do this. We're going to start doing this weekly. Uh, vibe of the week, yo. So this is where we're going to come in. We're going to drop. We're going to list you guys uh, whatever song we are on this week. You know what I mean? We could, If you have a reason you want to explain behind it, you can do that, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But just song title, who the artist is that you've been really fucking with this week. Or within the last week, you know what I'm saying? That'll be the vibe of the week. And we're going to do that every time from here on out. How, how long did you have this plan cooking in your head? Uh, I had this. Well, I, I thought of it after the first episode. And I wanted to do it last week. But Tev, his internet messed up. And he got kicked off. So that's why we didn't do it last week. Oh, you can Damn. You know, <laughs> I text you the secrecy. <laughs> For real. <laughs> All right. Vibe of the week. Vibe, vibe of, the of the week, y'all. What do you got? EJ, hit us with the first vibe of the week. What I ain't got, got shit because you just put it on me. I can nah. Give me give me 10 minutes. <laughs> Go to no, somebody else. Go to Jess first. You said you were week. fucking with that Tink. Name a song off the Tink album. Hey, now, give, I give wanna us, pick the right song. Give us some time. Yeah, give us some, some time. time. I can I can I can uh I can go. All right, so Beyonce's album has still had me in a chokehold and I still listen to it every single day. And America's Got a Problem probably is my favorite song on that album. So I've been listening to that a lot. I ordered the vinyl, so I'm super excited about that. Um, I've also really been listening a lot to the... Um, no, just the, one song. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> one I didn't song. know it was one song. See, I, I ain't know the rules. Yeah, it's the rules. One song a week. Well, apparently you don't be reading the text messages. <laughs> I said it. I said all the rules in there. <laughs> apparently. <sure>. Apparently. <laughs> apparently. Okay. Tev's okay. The only one who okay. read it, I hope. Okay. Because <laughs> Tev responded. So. Well, I'm sorry. We in goddamn eight different groups. Right. I'm. And, and I accidentally muted the most important ones. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> All right, Tev, what you got? Vibe of the week. I got uh, young player footage by Tempest. By who? Uh, Cold ass Tempest. 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 Ooh, I like Tempest. Yeah, yeah. So I was rocking with that. Right. Aside from the Beyonce album, I'm joking. Also, let me put this out there too: the vibe of the week doesn't have to be a new anything new either. You could. Be listening to something old, and that could be your vibe of the week. It doesn't have to be something that's current. But go ahead, EJ. Hey, balance. If, if I had balance. to pick a track right now, balance. And I already got my track for next week, too. So. Oh. Damn. extra ready. My vibe of the week <laughs> is uh, Missy Elliott Socket to Me. Me and Jess, we went uh recently we went and watched we were on a Missy video um marathon. So we went and watched all her music videos. And then us watching those videos made me want to go back and listen to the Super Duper Fly album. So I've been bumping that album pretty much if I'm not listening to any of this stuff, I've been listening to that album pretty heavy uh this last week. So 
That's where I'm going with it. Sock it to me, Missy Elliott. All right. Babe. So that is oh. episode three of the vibe check. And did the check clear? Hey. I think the check cleared, son. Cash that. Come on, EJ, stop hating. When the check clears. <laughs> what? When the check clears. When the check clears, why? So we're just saying shit just to say it. That's what we're tell that's what you're telling me. No, I mean we're trying to find an ending. I mean, you got an ending? No, I don't have an ending. You but already know the, the check vibes. Ain't clear. That's what that's the check what Ryan said. You already know the vibes. Alright. So the check has not cleared today, guys. <laughs> it's not clear. I come up run. Hey, shout out to our sponsors, cool brothers and bitches. Cool brothers and bitches. Shout out. We love yeah, all I you swear. cool brothers and bitches. <laughs> Yo. If you like this episode of The Vibe Check, be sure to check out our podcast, The Good Life, on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. Also, be sure to follow the Polaris Network on Instagram and YouTube. Listen to all other great shows such as Education, Can't Bullshit a Bullshitter, and One-on-One with Germ. Only on the Polaris Network, where authenticity matters.